I know that you are no stranger to stress. I know that stress has probably become your BFF, especially if you are a professional woman in a demanding job, whether it's emotionally demanding, physically demanding. I know that you are very familiar with what stress seems like. And maybe over time, you've gotten so used to stress that you're not even aware of it anymore because like everything else, you've learned to manage You remain high functioning and you've learned to just kind of roll with the punches. The problem is that chronic stress does have its consequences. And in this episode of Happy Without Medicine, I'm going to be sharing five unusual symptoms of chronic stress that you may or may not have heard of yet, just so that if you're experiencing any of it, it'll give you pause to say, hey, maybe it's time to start addressing some of these symptoms. Maybe it's time to start addressing the stress that I've sort of pushed to the background. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. I'm sure you are very familiar with some of the common symptoms of stress. We've heard about them probably ever since we were children, maybe parents or caregivers complaining of stress, you know, whether it's headache, certainly you've probably experienced some of these things too. So headaches or migraines, maybe weight loss or even weight gain due to stress or emotional, sometimes stress, as we know, can show up as flare-ups in skin conditions like acne or eczema, stress can cause mood swings. And so these are just some of the very common symptoms of stress that we are all familiar with. However, there are some symptoms of stress that maybe you've chalked up to aging, or maybe you've chalked up to hormones, or maybe you've chalked up to your diet and other things except for stress. And today I just want to talk about five of those things so that if you're experiencing any of them or all of them, hopefully not all of them, but if you're experiencing one or more of them, you can sort of take a step back and say, hey, maybe it's time to address the stress that I've been pushing away, putting on the back burner and managing with. Kind of like the person who has a sprained ankle, but continues to stay on their feet and continues to work because, hey, it's not that bad. Hey, I continue to push through. But the problem is that not addressing that sprained ankle and continue to walk on it, not resting it is going to cause problems in the long term. And it's the same thing with not addressing the stress that you're experiencing. You might be able to get through and function with it right now because that's just what you do. That's the type of person that you are. But in the long run, it can cause problems. Chronic stress has been linked to cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, strokes, insulin-resistant diabetes, obesity, being overweight. So many health conditions have been linked to chronic stress. 
And so really being able to identify some of these not so well-known symptoms is the first step when it comes to awareness and then dealing with the problem. And so the first symptom I want to talk about is one that I have actually experienced personally and continue to experience, which is premature graying and hair loss. So my hair is turning gray and has been turning gray for a while now, for a couple of years now at least. And then hair loss, which I experienced acutely in the spring of 2020. And for some of you, maybe there is a genetic component to premature graying, and maybe there is a hormonal component to hair loss, like your thyroid deficiency, vitamin D deficiency, etc. But it's going to be also important to identify whether or not stress might be playing a role. As I was saying, for me in 2020, in May of 2020, I remember distinctly because it was Mother's Day, around Mother's Day, when I cut my hair off. I cut my hair off because I had decided this is the day that I'm going to treat myself, I'm going to do a hair treatment, I'm going to condition my hair and really take care of it. It had gone through several months of neglect. I was home with two kids who were preschoolers. One was an infant, one was a toddler, and it was the pandemic and all of that. So I hadn't really been paying attention to myself as a whole. And so that May, I had said, you know what, this is my time. I'm going to sit down, really treat myself. And by the time I got to working on my hair, it had fallen off. My hair had completely broken off. And it was a wake-up call for me because up until then, I didn't want to admit that I was under a lot of stress. Physically, emotionally, mentally, I was under a lot of stress, but I didn't want to admit it because on the outside, I looked like I was managing things pretty well. But when I looked at my hair, it was my body's way of saying, hey, no, things aren't okay. (laughs) Things need to be addressed. And I remember that Mother's Day, I decided to take time to myself. I booked a hotel spent the weekend away from my kids and my family and just really spent a lot of time reflecting. The graying is also part of that. My hair has turned pretty gray over the last couple of months. And yes, maybe part of that is genetic. Maybe part of that is having gone through medical school, but I've noticed a significant increase in the graying. And although I'm not ashamed of my gray hairs, I just have to really be conscious of the reason why my hair is turning so gray so quickly, right? I'm not even even 40 yet and my hair is quite gray. <laughs> and I believe that a lot of that had to do with the stress that I went through in 2020. And so if you're like me and you're looking at your hair and there's a lot of fallout, maybe you're washing it and you're noticing that there's so much hair in the bathtub or in the shower, or maybe like me, you're also noticing that your hair is turning gray It might be time to take a step back and really address the level of stress that you're going through. And so that's one of the first symptoms that I wanted to talk about, which is premature graying and hair loss. So if you're really experiencing that, it might be time to do some reflection with regards to how much stress you are under. The next unusual symptom of stress that I wanted to highlight is having weird dreams and not necessarily nightmares. Yes, nightmares can come with stress, but I'm talking about weird dreams. So vivid dreams where weird things are happening. So 
For example, I had a patient who I was working with on insomnia. And one of the symptoms that this person had was weird dreams. And so they described being in a dream and it was a story. There was kind of like a story happening or an event happening and there was never a conclusion. So maybe somebody was about to travel and they never caught the flight and there was no real resolution to the story. And my patient would wake up really frustrated, just trying to force themselves to conclude the story. And they had also been going through a lot of stress over the past year and a half prior to meeting me. And so in that case, I'm just going to quickly tell you what we did to help resolve these weird dreams. We ended up writing a story. And so before my patient would go to bed, I encouraged my patient to just sit and write a story, get it out. (laughs) Obviously, there's a story that is trying to come out. So just write it out, write it down on paper. And so they ended up writing this story and that solved the problem. (laughs) It solved the problem. In addition to a lot of the work that we did in helping manage the stress, but that was one interesting thing that they also did to help solve the problem. And so if you're having weird dreams or you're having insomnia in general, maybe even nightmares, that could certainly be an indication that your body and your mind is telling you that there's some stress here that needs to be addressed. Another symptom that you may not have heard about is what we call derealization. Derealization. And this is another interesting symptom that I've also seen whereby there's a lot of stress happening. And what happens is that the person loses touch with reality. They might feel like where they are isn't real. They might feel like their body parts aren't real. Like they might look at their hands and feel like their hands aren't real, look at their feet. And it just feels like nothing is real. And this is the body's way, again, of trying to cope with stress derealization. And in these kinds of situations, we would work on what are called grounding techniques and really focusing on being present. So one quick tip would be to focus on five things you can see. So really focusing on what can you see in front of you right now. So for me, it is a black laptop. It is a yellow pencil. It's a black phone. It's a red notebook, right? And so you would say those things out loud. And even though it sounds like a childish game, (laughs) like a childish game that you would play on a road trip or something, it's very important because what it does is it brings your mind back to the present. And so if you're noticing that you're having these experiences where you're looking around you and you're not sure if what the objects around you are real or parts of your body are real, that could certainly be a big indicator that your body's trying to manage the stress that it's going through. Another symptom which you may or may not have heard about, and so this is the fourth one, is stubborn weight gain. Stubborn weight gain. I know many of my friends now will say, oh, it's so hard. My metabolism has slowed down. The weight that I I was able to quickly shed off when I was in my 20s, it's hard to shed now. And I seem to be fluctuating about a certain weight. And I'm, you know, this weight, the last three pounds I'm trying to lose is so hard to lose or something like that. And maybe you've had similar experiences. The truth is that stress is a weight magnet, especially if you're noticing the weight around your midsection. If you're noticing stubborn weight around your midsection or any 
part of your body for that matter, that might be your body's way of telling you, okay, I'm holding on to this fat because I'm stressed. I'm producing cortisol. I'm producing the stress hormone cortisol. And the byproduct of that is holding on to fat, holding on to weight. And so many times people will find that once they regulate their sleep, once they regulate their stress, once they start to eat healthier, it's easier for them to start to shed that weight because the cortisol levels start to balance out and they're no longer holding on to that fat. They're not holding on to that weight. The final symptom of stress that you may or may not realize is related to your stress is irregular periods or even infertility. And as a side note, sort of in the context of all of this, I also want to add a decreased libido or a decreased sex drive. So if you're noticing irregular periods, if you're struggling with infertility, if you notice a decreased libido, these may be symptoms of chronic stress. Yes, there are a ton of other hormonal issues that could contribute to these symptoms as well, but chronic stress is also one of the causes of these symptoms as well. And in fact, managing stress is a big part of infertility treatment. In addition to what is done with the body and the hormones, the stress management, the anxiety management is a big part of fertility treatment. And so these are just five symptoms of stress that you may or may not be experiencing And maybe you are experiencing them, but you haven't really associated them with stress that you are managing or dealing with or coping with. And so if you are experiencing some of these symptoms, I encourage you to really take a step back and assess your level of stress. Really take a step back and think, okay, what are some of the things that are happening in the background that I'm pushing aside that may be manifesting as some of these symptoms of graying, hair loss, weird dreams, derealization, weight gain, or reproductive issues like irregular periods, infertility, or decreased libido. So to conclude this episode, like I said, stress, even though we've all gotten accustomed to managing, coping, And surviving with it in the background can cause a lot of health conditions that can be quite devastating if left untreated. And even though stress can commonly manifest in symptoms like headaches, like I've discussed before, there are some subtle ways that stress can manifest and we are not really paying attention to them. And I hope that in talking about some of these symptoms, that you will really take things a step further to address the stress. And in fact, in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about some simple ways that you can start to address the stress that you might be experiencing that's leading to some of the symptoms mentioned in this episode. And so I'm going to leave you as usual with a quote from Brian Tracy, which says, set peace of mind as your highest goal and organize your life around it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Definitely connect with me on Instagram or on LinkedIn. I'm at dr.yuande. So that's dr.yuande on Instagram. And I'm dr.yuande Olamide on LinkedIn. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. 
thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuan Di, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time. Bye.